Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode. Well, we're on the investment property build out. Um, we are putting some of the final touches on the interior. Um, we are installing, or I am installing, the baseboards um, and the trim for the doorways. Um, so I installed um, the exterior inside door trim um, yesterday on all the doors, on all five doors. Um, today, I'm actually installing the baseboards and the interior trim pieces for the interior doors. So, both, you know, on the doors, you have inside and outside, essentially, but it's an interior door, so both sides is inside, right? <laughs> but you have inside and outside. Um, so, I'm cutting all the trim for the baseboards. Um, it's actually going pretty smooth. Um, I'm actually surprised. Now, I want to give you guys the biggest tip I can give you if you guys are putting any type of baseboards in. So, in a corner of a wall, okay, you would almost assume that because it's a corner of a wall that it's a 90 degree right angle, right? A 90 degree angle. Now, that's not the case sometimes, right? Depending on how, the, how things are put together, sometimes it might just be a hair off or might be a lot off, right? Luckily, I did a pretty good job on framing up and squaring up my corners because everything's been within the, the 90 degrees. Um, but I did come across one that was 91 degrees, right? Now, how, how do I know it's exactly what number I'm, I'm saying it is? Well, I have a angle finder, a digital angle finder. I've actually had for quite a, quite a long time and I really haven't used it a whole lot. Um, I've used it on some small projects here and there to find, find the angle of something but I find myself using it a lot right now. And so I'm lucky I already own the product. Um, it's fairly inexpensive. You can buy them from Home Depot. Um, this is a digital angle finder. It's actually made with, from the brand Husky and it does a great job. Um, basically you just press on, it's got a digital display and you put it into the corner and you open it up to make it um, you know, go into that corner really tight and nice. And it'll give you the exact angle of every individual corner. So I'm taking my angle finder and I am checking every single angle, every single corner. The reason for that is because as time goes along, some of the corners of the walls may not be exactly 90. Like I said, I found one that was 91, right? And there might be some that's 89 or 88 or whatever it may be. But if you don't know the number and you only cut 45 degree angles, well, you're going to find out real quick that when you go to piece your trim pieces together in the corner, they're not going to fit properly. Either they're going to be too tight and you're going to have a, a gap on the back or it's going to have a gap in the front, right? So the idea here is that you want to get your cuts as close as possible to being right on the money. That way it's going to be less work for you later on. Now, keep in mind, I am still going to use caulking, white caulking, to caulk all my baseboards. Right, and all the corners and all the joints and all the seams um, to tie everything in to make it blend really, really nice so you don't even see a, even a hairline. But my point is, is that if you can cut as close as you can to the angle that you need, it's going to take way less work for you to have to, um, you know, caulk all the, um, all the seams and joints. So um, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm using my angle finder to basically every, every single corner I go to, I'm making a mental note or I'm writing it down of what angles I need. So like on one corner, it was exactly 90. Then I went to my other corner that's actually up against my um, um, kitchen cabinets and it was a uh, 91, yeah, 91. 
So um, obviously that's not an exact 90. So if you take your angle finder, you put it into the corner, it gives you a number, right? Obviously, if you have a 90 degree angle, 45 plus 45 equals 90, right? Well, with the angle finder, it really makes it easy because not only do you know the exact angle of that corner, but whatever that number is from, that you, you get from your angle finder, you basically divide it in half because you're making two, two cuts. So they basically like um, pivot, no, not pivot, but um, join together um, in the corners, right? It's not just a square cut, right? It's an angle cut on both pieces. So with the angle finder, it really allows me to, to dial in to the exact um, angle that I need. Now on your chop saw or miter saw, in my case, I am still using my Milwaukee um, M18 um, cordless battery powered um, chop saw. It's the 12 inch chop saw. This is what I've been using through this whole process to build this house. This saw has done so many cuts and I'm still on the original blade that came with the saw, believe it or not. It's, it's a great saw. I, I can't believe how well these battery powered tools, like especially a saw like this, it's pretty insane, guys. Um, but on your um, chop saw or miter saw, um, you can rotate your 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 um, cutting angle, right? You can go left or right, 45 or whatever number you may need. Now, um, most, if not all, will have it all marked out for you. You know, you have zero, which is a true, well, supposed to be a true 90, obviously, right? Uh, and then you have 15, 30, 45, and many other lines in between the angles. So now that I know that the exact angle with my angle finder, I take that number, I divide it by two, because I'm making two cuts, right, to join together into that corner. And I basically make those individual um, angle cuts. And what I found is by doing it exactly like that, my corners are coming together perfectly. Absolutely perfect. So obviously, if you guys are going to build a house or do an add-on or build a studio or something of that sort, if you take the time, like I did initially, to square your corners when you frame your walls as close as possible, I mean, it's never going to be exact on the money. Sometimes they are, sometimes they're not. Sometimes it's just a hair, like a hair off. But if you take the time to square up your walls when you frame everything, it's really going to save you trouble because I was really concerned. You know, because when you look at the corner, you're like, okay, it looks like a 90 because it's, you know, but when you, when you put an angle finder on it, it's, it's telling you the exact number. So I'm very, very happy that I took that time because it's going to really mitigate the amount of, um, you know, figuring out those extra little cuts. So if majority of my cuts are 90, that's great because it really makes things easy. If not, then I'm going to have to do like 45 and one, one and a half lines or, you know, that kind of stuff. So it gets a little bit more time consuming and um, technical if your walls, your corner of your walls are not square, you know, 90 degrees exactly. Um, but with an angle finder, it really does help you out. So if it is off a hair or whatever it is, you can find that angle, divide it by two, um, mark it out, find it on top of your chop saw or your miter saw, um, set your angle down and cut, right? Now, um, I actually ran out of brad nails. I'm using brad nails, which are really small little skinny nails for like trim, which is exactly what baseboard is. It's trim. So um, I actually ran out of nails. I have someone picking up... Um, another four boxes each box holds a thousand nails <coughs> and we'll see if that's enough to finish everything um but um yeah so what i'm doing is since i ran out of the nails i'm basically now pre-cutting each individual room so i finished the first room 
Um, there's only a couple little cuts I need to fine tune. I, I cut them long um, just because I needed a little bit of play. So I cut them long, so I just have to go back and cut them a little bit shorter. Um, that's the one thing I do. So not only do I find the exact angle I need, but I cut it a hair longer, right? And I go and do a pre-fit just to see how it fits. And if it's a little tight, I bring it back to the miter saw and I just go ahead and trim off a hair, right? Because I really want a really nice fit. You know, I don't want something that's like, you know, half an inch too short from the wall. That's not going to work, right? So it's better to cut it a hair longer. It does take a little bit more back and forth, sure. But you're going to have a way better fit and a way better angle when you butt up the next piece to it, right? So like I said, I do have a couple pieces that I need to just um, trim down a hair um, to fit really nice in there. But um, it is coming along pretty good. Now, I bought 16 foot pieces of baseboard. You can get them in many different profiles. You can also get them in different lengths. The reason why I went with 16s, now they're way longer. In fact, I think that's the longest ones you can actually buy from Home Depot. I didn't see anything any longer. And I did purchase all my trim from Home Depot. Now, the reason I went with the 16s is for two, two main reasons. First of all, they have what's called a Pro Pack. The Pro Pack can either contain five pieces of trim at 16 feet long or 10 pieces of trim at 16 feet long. And by buying it by the Pro Pack, you actually save yourself a lot of money. Um, they're putting together in a Pro Pack for a reason because you're probably doing a lot of, lot of trim, right? So you're going to be buying a lot more. So it's kind of like you're, it's like a little bit of a bulk savings, right? Which works out great because I'm all about saving as much money as I can. So um, I bought five bundles um, and each bundle holds five pieces and each piece is 16 feet long. So now the other reason why I went with 16 footers is because um, on one side of my wall, the back side of the wall where the, all the windows are at for each individual unit is actually a hair, uh, a little bit, a hair less than 16 feet long on just one wall. All the other walls are different sizes, um, but they're all identical to each unit <laughs> within, a, you know, within a, a half an inch or so. So um, the 16 foot really makes it easy because then I don't have to join two pieces and have a seam in the middle. So plan it out, right? If you have a, a wall that is like most of your walls, let's say most of your walls are only 10 foot. Well, there'd be no reason for you to buy 16 footers because you're cutting off almost six feet. Unless you can use it somewhere, that's great, right? But um, try to buy the longest trim you can. Yes, it's more, more of a pain in the butt to maneuver and bring around and load up and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I actually took my 20-foot um, trailer, even though it was only trim, but it was 16 foot long, obviously, right? So my trailer is nice and flat and perfect. So I pulled up and I basically just bought what I needed, threw it on the trailer it's really the trim is really light it's it's, it's not extremely heavy at all um, and so this is really going to mitigate the amount of cuts I have to make in order to get this done because if they didn't have 16 footers available and I had to buy eight footers or 10 footers then well guess what I'm making more joints right which means more work for me because now I have to go back and caulk all those seams and joints I also have to make sure that they butt up against each other extremely well right so there's a lot more to in it right so if I have basically a seamless board with a seamless cut, the only cuts are on the very ends of the board, I'm saving myself a ton of time, right? And so that's kind of why um, this process is going to go a little bit faster for me is because I pre-planned it, right? I pre-measured my walls. I took a, um, I measured every single wall that, you know, the, where the baseboards would go, every single part. 
and I added up the total amount of inches and I converted that to feet. Um, that way I knew exactly how much um, trim I would need. Now, technically I do need one more bundle of trim. The problem is, is that the Home Depot right now, they had one, one bundle pack left, but it was damaged. So they said that they do have more bundle packs, but they have to pull them out. So I didn't want to buy a damaged bundle, right? Because it's just damaged. So I'm hoping that they pull out that um, other um, uh, inventory that they have. Um, maybe in the next day or two. Because then I'll be running out of trim. I only need one more pack. I needed six packs total. And I have five here. So um, that's the only thing I do need to pick up is one more pack once they replenish their inventory. Um, they said they have it in stock. So they just have to bring it out and put it on the floor. Um, so yeah, do your due diligence, measure everything out, figure out how much square feet that you're or linear feet, I should say, not square feet, or you could use square feet too, but linear feet. Um, and then that way you know exactly how much you're buying because you don't want to buy too less and then you have to go back, right? Obviously I have to go back because I didn't have enough in stock, but um, you know, you don't want to buy too much because if you buy way too much, then guess what? You're going right back to return it, right? So try to get on the number, right? Try to get very close. And give yourself a little extra, right? If it's 150 feet that you measure out exactly, well, guess what? You're going to be cutting off a little bit here and there, right? So, um, you know, get yourself a little bit extra, maybe one extra piece. Or if you feel that you need one extra bundle or whatever it is, get it, right? But just don't buy a whole ton of it when you don't really need it because you'll just be returning it, right? A lot more moving around and dealing with that. Um, but with the baseboards going in, guys, it is looking really nice. Like I'm putting baseboards obviously all on the baseboards, but I'm going around my kitchen cabinets and everything else. I'm butting up against the trim for the door frames that I put in already. Um, and everything is really tying in together and really looking nice guys. So I'm really happy. Now, the one thing that's going to be a little tedious of a process that I'm not really looking forward to is, um, caulking all the joints. So you have to caulk the corner joints. You also have to caulk the top from where your wall almost meets or touches the top of the baseboard. There's always that little hairline seam. Now, some people may caulk it, some people don't, but majority of the people do caulk it. Why? Because it blends it in. It makes it, like, it, looks, it, makes it look like it's one uniform piece. Instead of having that, that hairline gap that you can see, by caulking it, you do not see that hairline gap anymore. It basically becomes seamless right so it each his own for sure but if you're looking to get a really nice product in the end and make everything look really nice then yes you're going to be caulking everything right and because we have five units and we have you know qu quite a bit of trim being put in baseboards at least two and around the doors it's going to be a lot of caulking right so um i do have some tricks to caulking i'll maybe go over that when i start the caulking process um but still um it's still a lot of caulking you're going to be on your hands and knees, you know, caulking all the joints and seams and the top part of the, the um, baseboard and so forth, right? So it's, 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 not it's not really hard. It's just time consuming in your hand, and you're on your hands and knees. But think about it like this. Once your baseboards are in and your trim around your doors are in, <laughs> really the hardest parts of your project is pretty much over in, of the interior, Right. As far as because the flooring is one one hard project, the drywall is a hard project. Right. But the baseboard is, is finished, is, is finished, finished work at that point. Right. So the faster you can get it done, the faster you can make it look nice, the better off you're going to be. So once I'm done with all the baseboards and all the trim work and that's all done and that's all the caulking is all done, 
then all I have to do is cut out the holes for inside the countertops for the sinks. And then I can go ahead and start um, installing the sinks, um, the kitchen sink and mounting down the countertop um, and start doing the plumbing on that. And I can also start putting the sinks in the bathroom, start putting the toilets in the bathroom, right? Um, start putting the trim kit on top of the um, shower, which is the handle and the pipe that comes out with the shower head. That's the, tr the trim kit. Uh, once I put those things on, um, basically the units just need to be um, cleaned up as far as the flooring because you're walking in and out, obviously. Clean everything up, make it look really nice and clean, and you can start moving everything in. Beds, um, dressers, um, nightstands, um, all the miscellaneous stuff that you have, um, all the furniture can start being moved in and being set up. Because at that point, you know, um, once the you know, sinks and stuff are in, the toilets are in, and the shower kit, um, trim kit's in, you're, it's ready, <laughs> right? So, um, yeah, we're not too far away from actually being to that point. Um, I'm assuming it's probably going to take me um, two and a half days to do all the trim work. Um, I, it's actually going pretty fast. It might take a little bit less, but I do have five units here. So, you know, obviously it's not like I'm just doing one big room. I have, I have many rooms or many units um, and a lot of cuts. So about two or two or three days, I should be completely done with all the trim. Um, and then the caulking, I'm going to bang that out real quick. Uh, and then after that, I can start working on, like I said, putting the toilets in, putting the, the sinks in, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then basically after that, we're ready to start moving stuff in, guys. I'm super excited because remember, we already have fans installed. We have all the outlets installed, all the switches installed, all the lights installed. You know, we have the kitchen cabinets installed already. So things are going to really start moving pretty fast here once we finish up this trim work. So I'm really excited to get this trim work out of the way. But having a good miter saw or chop saw is really going to help you guys out. Let me promise you that. There's almost no way you're going to be able to do this. I mean, if you're going to do it by hand, oh, you're, you're, you're going to suffer. You're going to suffer. Don't do it by hand. <laughs> get a power tool it'll just cut that cut super clean and you're good to go you know don't waste your time trying to do it by hand unless you really don't have the money to buy a chop saw or miter saw and you're only doing an extremely small project right then maybe that would be the only reason you try to do it by hand with a handsaw you know but even a handsaw you it's really hard to get a really nice clean cut you know sometimes so you know it seems like a lot of work to for when you can just buy a tool to do the job, right? And they do sell them in 10-inch blades, 10-inch and 12-inch um, miter saws. Uh, mine is a 12-inch, and this thing has cut beams. 4x10 beams, 4x12 beams. Like, this thing is a animal. This thing has huh, cut every cut for all the major lumber. All the 2x4s has been cut on here. All the decking's been cut on here. The subfloor frame's been cut on here. Um, even when we built the trusses, all every single piece of the wood that we used to build the trusses were cut was cut on here. Um, so um, this 12-inch um, cordless battery-powered Milwaukee um, miter saw chop saw is essential. This thing is an awesome device. Like you'd be surprised how often you use it. Now here's the thing: the weird thing about it is what usually once you build your house or whatever. You probably won't be using it anymore unless you're building another project, right? Because <laughs> that's the only, usually the only reason you'd be using it. Uh, maybe if you're going to do like a, build a small project or something, you might use it. But um, they do sell 10 inch and 12 inch. To me, if you're going to build a house, um, get the 12 inch, okay? Don't waste your time with a 10 inch. Get a 12 inch. Absolutely 12 inch. Because if I only had a 10 inch, oh my God. 
there'd be have, have been no way for me to cut majority of the lumber I have here. So, um, you know, get the right the tool for the job. But yeah, um, number one tip of the day, guys, get you guys an angle, a digital angle finder. It's really going to make your life easy. Like, I don't have to guess. Like, I turn it on, I put it into the corner, I open it up, it tells me the exact angle. Boom, I come to my uh, miter saw, chop saw, I find my angle, I set the angle, boom, I cut, right? Then I take my measurement to the other end of where I need to make the other cut, switch the angle, boom, cut. And it's right on the money, you know? Put that piece in. Like I said, I cut it a hair longer. Um, that way I can trim it down if I need to. Because it's, it's easier to trim off than to try to add, right? If you cut it too short, you're really going to screw yourself. So um, cut it a little bit longer, then that way you have a little bit more play with it. So, um, yeah. Um, that's the update, guys. Um, it's looking awesome. I, huh, all this hard work is, is paying off, guys, for sure. It's so nice. Just absolutely beautiful. Especially once I do all the caulking on everything, it's going to blend everything in. You know, I was debating if I was going to caulk it or not. I already own all the, I bought tons of caulking to do all this stuff. But, you know, I'm looking at it and I was like, if I could avoid one step, right? I'm looking at it, I'm like, mm. you know, it's just better that I caulk it. Because it gives it that one extra finish look. You know, so small little details like this that really start making things come together for sure. So, um, yeah, I'm just taking my break right now, guys. Um, the weather is actually really weird today over here. It's very humid, very hot. But then from time to time, we have this um, really dark clouds that come in and gives you a, like a little sprinkle of um, drizzle rain. Like really light, which cools everything down real quick, which I like. <laughs> um but yeah oh the other thing is today um we're supposed to be picking up all the um wiring for the electrical project right for the power lines the overhead power lines that have to um, supply power to the unit itself um everything is in stock so if i have enough time this afternoon um, i'm actually going to go and pick up all that material um and then that way um, i have it on hand and we're ready to move forward with the power poles being put in the ground uh, and then they can run the power lines, do the hookup, and then we'll have legitimate power back here, right? I mean, but at the same time, I don't really need power at the moment because, well, I've been building this whole project with battery power tools, you know, and it's been working just fine. Like this miter saw, I can do all this work with this miter saw chop saw, you know, but I do want the electricity hooked up as soon as possible because obviously we'll have power in the units and that really makes things easy. I can plug in my chargers or whatever I need to and, um, you know, we have power available. Obviously, it's going to be nice to check, test the fans, check the lights, you know, all those kind of things. So um, probably this afternoon, if I have enough time, I'll go pick up that. Um, and then I can um, work with my um, licensed electrician um, to um, go ahead and run those power um, overhead power lines um, to the actual units. So um, that's what's coming up um, either today or tomorrow. Uh, so I'm going to try my best to try to get as much trim work as done as possible. Try to get it as done as possible. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Now, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I need to cover really quick. Oh, I should point out something really quick, guys. Um, and it's actually quite important. So, um, once this place is done, um, I'm going to take off for a little while, right? Because essentially what happened was um, I was running my companies, running my businesses for a very long time. You know, you guys heard the story. I'm not going to repeat it. But I worked hard, right, to save all this money for my retirement. And I'm reinvesting to even make a better retirement and better retirement, right? And I'm still young. 
I'm 36 years old now, right? 36. And I'm still young. You know, like I said, I don't want to just sit around and watch TV all day. I want to do stuff, right? And I'm lucky enough that I've done well enough in my life to be able to get to the point where I'm at, where I'm, re- where I'm essentially retired. But with that said, after this project is done, I am going to take some time off because I need it. Um, once I take my time off and I feel rejuvenated, I will be jumping on another project. I will be buying either another property. I will either be buying another um, home as a fixer-upper or I will be building another place. Okay, another um, investment property essentially I'll be jumping into. So I'm excited to jump into all that, but I need to, I need some time off, guys, um, just to kind of rest my body, rest my mind, rest my soul, um, per se. But um, there's going to be a lot of content coming up, and I do have this exciting project that I've been working on in the background. Besides all this stuff here, that I want to share with all of you guys because it's going to be a really nice opportunity, not for myself, you know, for myself and for others. Um, it's going to be a really unique project, and I think a lot of you guys may actually find a huge value in it and so um stay tuned for that obviously i'm building this place out so i've only got a limited time to work on that project um but i have some of the main essentials already skirt away for that um i don't want to go into too much details but um let's put like this guys stick around because you're going to want to okay i promise you you're going to want to stick around because this actually benefits you it's not like you get just some tips and tricks along the way like you you will be benefited big time. And so um, definitely, definitely stick around for that information when it comes out for sure. Um, but anyway, guys, I'm going to go ahead and get back to doing this trim work. Uh, I'm looking in these units and I see beauty. Absolutely beauty. It looks so good. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can see the excitement. You know, you work so hard to get to like these stages, you know, and... To see all your hard work really come together finally, it's like, wow. You know, because here's the thing. When you're building everything, before you can even get to the point where you can paint your walls and put your flooring in, everything looks ugly, okay? Because <laughs> it's just usually bare wood, ugly drywall, you know, just drywall dust everywhere, mud and tape, you know, um, dirty floors. You know, it doesn't look so beautiful, right? <laughs> um, but when you get to the point where you have all your drywall done, you paint the walls, you put your flooring in, you have cabinets in, you're putting your baseboards in. Like, the rooms don't look the same, right, anymore. They look like a finished room, and it looks so nice. And, you know, you have to be proud of your work, right? Be proud of what it took for you to get there, you know? And that's with any project, guys. No matter if it's my project or your own project, right? You guys know when you first start a project, you you know, you're trying to figure it out and what's it going to take for you to do it? How much is it going to cost you? How much time? How much effort is it going to take, right? And then you jump into the project, right? And you're like, oh my God, you know, there's so much to do, you know? But then when you finally get to the point where your project is getting to the end, where it's almost done or it transforms, and it, you can really see the results, you know, of like the finished work and stuff, you can really feel proud of yourself of what you've been able to accomplish, you know? So um, I can tell you this, every person that's ever come to this job site is absolutely blown away like no joke blown away you know for me it's like i just you know i'm living and living breathing and eating this right now right because this is my my life is consuming me right now right this is my investment property 
But at the same time, when I see other people come and I see their smiles and their happiness or they, or their comments, you know, that really makes me feel good because I'm like, oh yeah, you know, cause I see this every day at this point for the last six months, you know? So when people are like, whoa, this is like on a whole nother level, <laughs> you know, that's when you know you're, you're doing big things, obviously. So anyway, guys, keep your head up, stay strong, you know, just, just power through. Don't let nobody tell you yes, no, whatever. You do what you need to do, okay? The, the first thing that people are going to do is, is bring you down. Don't allow people to bring you down. Follow your dreams, do what you want to do, and be happy. Be content on the decisions you make in life, you know? So stick it out, guys. You know, if you want something bad enough, do it. Absolutely do it, you know? So anyway, guys, stay positive, and I'll see you guys on the next episode.